welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunts Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? I'm so excited. Hey. I kind of flubbed that intro there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but that's okay. We're talking true romance. Woohoo. Fucking finally. I feel like, yeah, on the last one about rules of attraction, I think, is when we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or like you brought it up, yeah. So I'm super stoked about it. Um, I'm trying to keep this one not short and sweet, but like we're gonna try a new format here. So this will be cool. We'll be like, you know, a bit quicker <laughs> what we <Yeah>. talk about. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, what are your this was on stars, by the way. I got it like for some kind of like a dollar a month or something for some kind of deal. Uh, I think there's a free trial if, if anyone like wants to watch it. Uh, you can sign. I think it's like a week or something. You can sign up for free. But yeah, it's on Stars right now. Uh, True Romances, directed by Tony Scott, who we were just both looking up. Uh, that did a bunch of shit like Top Gun. Yeah, he did Top Gun. He's in this movie called The Last Boy Scout, which sounds kind of familiar. He's in um, it, or he directed it. Or he he directed it. He also directed Enemy of the State with uh, Gene oh. Hackman and Will Smith. Oh yeah, political um, drama. Oh, oh. Oh, he also did Crimson Tide, which is like a submarine drama. Yeah, submarine um, <laughs> drama. Is it like Persian Gulf? Is, um, that, is yeah, that what kind of, that's it, about? Yeah. Oh, oh, he also directed Days of Days of Days of Thunder. I know another Tom Cruise film I have not seen. Yeah, um, and I, I think I, Nicole Kidman's in that too, right? Yeah, I think that's how they met. I want to say. Or, yeah, I think I so. Know. Yeah, I think so. That's so funny. Um, so apparently this man has like directed everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot. The taking of Pelham 123, which was that remake that came out in like 2009. Definitely. A lot of Denzel films. Yeah. Like a lot, like multiple. Yeah. Um, there's um, there's a movie called The Fan that, that he directed that I haven't seen, but it sounds kind of crazy. It does sound kind of crazy. We were just talking about it, like Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Um, and like what Wesley Snipes is like a baseball player. Um, um, okay. An all-star baseball player becomes the unhealthy focus of a man on his, uh, becomes the unlucky, un- unhealthy focus of a man down on his luck. So he like kidnaps him to get money probably cause he like owes money to yeah. someone. Yeah. Yes. Fuck and man. I That's think- so crazy. And yeah, I, I think that there's like some plot where like Wesley Snipes has to like hit a home run or else Robert De Niro is going to kill his son or something. Oh, but, wow. Um, that might be a but, good one to uh, watch. Maybe we can put that on the list. Yeah. Because like, yeah. neither one of us have like heard of it or, or have you heard of it or are you just now hearing about it? No, I've, um, I, re- I, I remember seeing trailers about it when it came out. Oh, um, oh okay. I've, I've, I've ever seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I've Excuse just me. heard about it. Um, I now it's so funny that I now am like super attracted to like dark Robert De Niro, like in Cape Fear that I watched the other day. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. he's really hot in this. <laughs> I was like, I mean, he, mm-hmm. I know he's completely insane and like crazy, but they make him like too hot and crazy in that. And I was like, oh God, I'm I that mean, age yeah. where I find like 40 something Robert De Niro attractive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's their fault for making him so appealing. <laughs> I, know, I mean, it kind of is. Just same with Christian Slater in this film. I was going to say, like, we were talking about it off air. Like, uh, Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette are, like, the two main characters in this. And I was like, I remember when Christian Slater was, like, like a Johnny Depp. 
like he was like the bad guy he like been arrested he was like uh you know with winona and heather Mm -hmm. is where he like got his i think got his like big start but it's so weird that he's from new york he just seems so west coast he doesn't seem yeah, like he's from yeah. New York City at all, but he is. Uh, but it's so funny. Yeah. And I think he still looks fucking hot. Like he's in Mr. Robot and he looks exactly the same. Like he literally yeah. looks exactly the same. So he's aged very um, well. So um, Christian Slayer was a big part of my childhood. <laughs> oh, was he? Um, Ooh, do um, tell. Yeah. So, um, well, no, I, 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 there isn't really a lot to tell. I, I just really enjoyed his movies but um my, my favorite christian slayer movies from the early 90s are probably like heathers pump up the volume. and pump up the volume yeah! and, and 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 i also really loved cuffs um what's that one that's like where he kind of plays like a guy who's like a fuck up who joins the police academy um <laughs> and <laughs> like, okay um and um, you know, it's, um, you know, and like he ha- um, has an o- older brother who is killed by a gangster. And so in order to like avenge his death, he, you know, like becomes a police officer himself. And it's just, oh. it, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just really funny and weird. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> My favorite uh, little known uh, Christian Slater film from the late 80s is Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, where he's the skater, and then he gets Mm -hmm. caught up in this weird, like, Vietnamese gang uh, murder, uh, like, criminal informant situation. Yeah, because they, like, kill his brother or something. Yeah, his, like, adopted brother. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, gets murdered, and then he, like, uncovers this whole thing and ends up being, like, a double agent. But he's, like, the skater who has to, like, take on a different identity. Like, it's really crazy. It's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's super weird. It's another. I think I, I think like the USA Network used to air air a lot of these films on like Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, and they so, did, and like Saturday morning and stuff. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I, think I watched cool. it. I watched it there at some point. Now, when did you first see? What are your first impressions with True Romance? Like, when did you first see it? Um. So the first time I saw it was in college, and um, I had. I you know how like you have friends in college, and like your your relationship is like very one note. Like it's like it's not that you're not friends. It's just the the friendship you have with them is just kind of like is just kind of like contained and like restricted. So <laughs> yeah, like so like you know our um th- th- there's this girl and like our, our our friendship kind of went like this. I'd like go over to her suite like every you know one to every like you know one to two weeks and be like, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh hey, what's up? And um, we'd like talk for a minute, and I was like, "So, can I go through your movies?" And she was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so, um, I like go through her movies, and she's like, "Oh my god, you have so much, so much good stuff." And uh, I was like, "What's this? What's true romance? It looks stupid." And she's like, "I think you'd like it." And so I was like, "All right," and I guess I'll give it a try. And so then I went back to my room, I washed it on, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of good." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> hmm. Wow. I, I just remember seeing this maybe I've only seen it like a handful of times, like maybe twice. I think I've seen it before I just watched it for this, but I think I saw it like pretty recently, like within the last 10 years, like okay. it definitely wasn't when I was in college. It was definitely like later than that. But I mean, I've known about Tarantino for a while. I saw Pulp Fiction really late though. Okay. I didn't see Pulp Fiction like when I was, cause it came out in like 93 or something. Like we were 10 
Yeah. But like, I didn't even watch it when I was like 15 or 16. Like I didn't watch it till I was like way, like, like maybe within another, within 10 years. Like I just hadn't seen it. And um, yeah. So this is another one that was like that, but I'm like, fuck, like I love Tarantino's style. I do have, mm. obviously he's got, this is another one of those films that I don't think could have been made today <laughs> because yeah. of like, it's somewhat pop problematic nature, I guess with, the way things are received today mm-hmm. but um i don't know at this point like i i don't have a problem with it i guess because i grew up in this era yeah so like i don't i don't have a like a discerning like you know eye when it comes to like language i, I guess like yeah especially when it comes to tarantino and like just how his writing is but i can see how now like it would be taken on a completely different review i happen to enjoy this film um the only i do have some issues obviously the only thing that i really have an issue with looking back at it now aside from like obviously like his like persistent use of the n-word all the time but this mm-hmm. is like what tarantino does and like writes and um the the violence with women especially in that i just i just call him tony soprano uh tony soprano and patricia arquette like it's really it's hard to watch then and it's still hard to watch and like yeah. it's just a bit too much and like i have to admit i fast forwarded i was like i i like literally i mean i know how bad this is and i just cannot watch it it's much like how i feel about uh rape scenes in films too when they're like extremely graphic i like fast forward i'm like i don't like and a lot of times done by male directors which is a whole other conversation but like i am just like i don't need this much like you know shown you know what i mean but uh same with that like i didn't need it to be that long Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just kind of drawn out a bit, but aside from that, the story is like so intricate but still fun. You know, it's not too convoluted; it's really easy to follow. Yeah, and everyone's fucking in this. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, like the entire like all of like Hollywood in like 1990s was like in this movie, like literally, like, like and, all of Hollywood. I mean, I don't know. Maybe take some. Take, take some notes, Wes Anderson. God. This is what you do with a good cast. I know of unknowns and even a even a stoned Brad Pitt. Which this I hate to break it to you guys, girls, whatever. Um, you this is like the picture of Brad Pitt, like completely stoned, wearing dirty clothes and Soundgarden playing in the background is like my complete definition of heaven. Like this is it. Like this is. I don't care. He apparently improvised most of his entire dialogue. Not that he had any. You could replace him with Matthew McConaughey at the same time in age. Mm-hmm. Also would love. Like, yeah. love. Love this image. And he still has this image. Like, I saw a photo <laughs> of him the other day and they were like, it was like GQ on GQ's Instagram. And it was like, well, I guess we're all swooning for like Brad Pitt grunge dad. I was like, he is like fucking like like 57 and looking <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, I just, I can't. So I was like, God, he looks so good here. This is right before interview with the vampire. I was like, I'm going through his bibliography, right? Like his filmography right now. And I'm like, Oh, this is like right after Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Legends of the fall. I think he probably did right after this. Cause his hair is like not quite as long. We're like, dissecting. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was he doing at that time? Was he dating Juliette Lewis still? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like, have, have you ever seen legends of, of, of the fall? Yeah. I just recently saw it for the first time, like six months ago. Okay. It's okay. so good. Have you seen it? No, no, I've not. Oh my God. It's so good. 
it's like a real tearjerker. I feel like it's like a really good English patient. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm very much like Elaine in Seinfeld where she like detests the English patient. And like her boss makes her watch it in one episode. He makes her go to the theater. He's like, have you seen it? And she's like, uh, no, I haven't. And he's like, you have to see it. And she's already seen it, but she lied. And she was hoping that he wouldn't drag her to it because she was like, I hate it. She like screamed in the theater. <laughs> that's how I feel about the English patient. So like, this is like a good version because it's like Aiden, I think that's like Aiden Quinn okay. is in there. And uh, yeah, it's so good. It's so, so good. I think it's like Anthony Hopkins, I want to say. Okay. I think. Yeah. And, and Brad Pitt like riding the fuck out of a horse for like two hours, <laughs> like in Montana. Okay. <laughs> Because I, I I remember there being a lot of noise about around like the around Legends of 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 of, of the Fall because I knew that like he was already a sex symbol because of like yeah. some movies, but I th- think that like his performance in this movie kind of like cemented it or something. And also, is it a river runs through it? Didn't he do that one too? Um, I don't remember. That seemed yeah, also like, like some boring movie that I was dragged to as a ten year old. Um, yeah, he is in that. I think there's some kind of like. Yeah, Tom Skerritt. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it too? Yeah. Oh, Poison Ivy's father. I know, I was going to say sketchy Poison. I was like thinking about that, that film the other day because I was like looking at the old episodes. I've been like, all right, what have we done? I was like, and then I was just thinking back and I was listening to the episode. I was like, Poison Ivy's fucking sketchy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's real weird. It's like really fucking weird. Uh, I want to, and I want to do another, like, we should do like basic instinct. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> do another like erotic thriller. Like, um, yeah. Like that was big. What's the other one with Glenn Close? Um, is that fatal attraction? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I, the one with Glenn Close, right? Um, yeah. There's, um, I actually, I'll just rewatch the hand that rocks the cradle fairly recently. Oh is, yeah. I put that on my list. Which is, um, which is like, which is like, which, um, which is sort of like, um, it's kind of like poison. It's the plot sort of like poison ivy, but, um, like you know, it's kind of like one person who sort of like infiltrates herself into his family and just kind of like tries to like like destroy it like piece by piece. Like the crush. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And like, yeah, and like, yeah, like poison ivy. Um, Well, the crush, no, she doesn't like try to destroy the family. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that her motivation in that movie is just like pure revenge and like hatred so yeah oh wow um but um drama oh wow that's so crazy there was definitely that like it was definite like a director kink i think to see women like losing control in films in like an erotic thrillery way like yeah because it seemed like there were so many of those those films like basic instinct fatal attraction uh, single white female. Um, uh, oh, um, I also just rewatched the movie Sliver fairly recently too. Oh, is, isn't that from the nineties? Yes, it's um Sharon Stone and um Billy Baldwin. Oh, um, I haven't seen that. I think I put it on my list though because I saw it was nineties. Is it good? Is it like? It's it's fine. Oh, I, it's, it's I mean I mean it's it's not bad, but it's, it's like not it's not my favorite movie. Oh, but, okay. All right, I'll, know, I'll have to watch it. But you know, um, you know, I mean, it is billy baldwin <laughs> so yeah he's pretty hot he's yeah. is he serena's father in gossip girl yeah i think so i think yeah <laughs> that's, um. that's how i always like i'm like alec the one that's kind of conservative and nuts and then the one in biodome right <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's steven and then i'm like okay alec baldwin yeah i know him and then uh and then, okay, then serena's father <laughs> 
And then um, I think there's a fourth Baldwin brother who doesn't act or doesn't act a lot. Or oh, okay. Good. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just not very good. I don't know. That's so funny. Um, who's the oldest? Is it Alec? I think he so. seems like he's the oldest. Yeah, I think he is. Um, That's so crazy. Man, well, do you have? Did you find out any behind the scenes notes or um, production I, notes? I didn't. I didn't have a lot. I think that. Um, I think. I think there are um, links in this in this movie, true romance to other Tarantino movies. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, th- I think that um, there's a character whose grandfather later reappears, or 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 not reappears, but appears in the movie Inglorious Bastards, which came out in oh. 2009. I haven't seen that either. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I heard it's really good. Yeah, I, there are a lot of things like you know, uh, not to be like I I don't see everything. Like there are a lot of things I have not seen. So I haven't seen Outbreak either, or Contagion. Oh. Is that another um, one? I think it's the, Contagion. Um, um, I, I, can, can, Contagion feels very like real you know like it like we're kind of living it right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, same with outbreak though yeah but outbreak is you know a lot more like like hollywood is a lot it's, it's a lot bigger and a lot flashier you know and you oh, know, okay. there's like explosions everywhere oh so, okay. <laughs> um you know oh but it's, contagion i'm reading the description of fuck <laughs> it's literally like <laughs> someone comes and thinks it's a cold and then all these people start like yeah okay no 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 yeah. <laughs> no for contagion i can't do that i was watching the strain a while ago rewatching, and i was like oh this isn't a good idea there's too much talk about viruses and quarantine in here. I can't handle those. Yeah, um, I was like, so there, there, there is like one thing that. Um, so I went through a phase when I was about twelve years old when I was really into like learning about the e- 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 Ebola virus. And <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just thought it was fascinating. Um, you know, I've always okay. been kind of drawn. I just, I've just kind of always been drawn to things that you know kind of scare me. So like, um, that's cool. But um, so there's this book called The Hot Zone, which is, um, which is a which is a true event where there was like a where, where there was a like Ebola outbreak in like rest uh, amongst a population of monkeys in Reston, Virginia. Um, but you know it's it was it was like it was self-contained within like the the monkey population and it, and it didn't spread or jump into people. Wow. Um, but anyway, so um, so I sort of became kind of familiar with you know with with with, e- 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 with e- Ebola stuff, and there's a there's a scene in Outbreak when they like show a picture of the disease that is causing everyone to get sick, mm-hmm. and it's like a blatant picture of like the Ebola virus. And, really? Um, yeah, and I was I was like, oh well, that's the Ebola virus. That's not what whatever you're you're, you're calling it in this movie. <laughs> So I was like, whatever. <laughs> wow. That's so interesting. But yeah. The Ebola virus is, is through fluid transfer. It's a lot harder to get, right? Than what Corona is. Yeah. I think that, um, I think it's like, I, I think it's like, I, I think it's like a lot of like direct contact. So like, um, so like similar to HIV, but, um, but almost all fluids, including saliva. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like blood, saliva. Yeah, and I think things like caretakers tend to get sick a lot more than like random people. Oh, so, so like yeah, okay. 
Um, Gosh. But yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have any behind this? Did you find any? Oh, what other behind the scenes notes did you find? Oh, um, th- that was it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I have a few that I found. Okay, cool. uh, I don't know if most people know that this was the first screenplay I think that Karen- Tarantino wrote but didn't direct because before this he did uh, Reservoir Dogs, which came out in 92. So um, I believe they went through a lot of directors. I think like they wanted different directors, but they settled on Tony Scott, not settled, but they like landed on Tony Scott. And um, which is so crazy. Cause I guess at this point he'd done days, he'd done Top Gun, he'd done days of thunder. Mm-hmm. And I think like, those were like two big films that he'd done. So it's like pretty blockbuster. Yeah. And this film's budget was like 12 and a half million and it made just about that amount. So it was kind of like, didn't do well at the box office, but later became like a super cult um, hit, which a lot of like, there's this uh, streetwear brand I really like called pleasures. They did like a true romance collection uh, not too long ago, like shirts and stuff and like apparel, which is really cool. So it definitely has a cult following this film does, which is really cool. And I guess because well, which we'll talk about in a second. The fucking fashion is so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the costume design is just so cool in this whole film. Um, okay, so I have Brad Pitt's performance was improvised on set. And I'm not that you could really tell. Not that you couldn't tell because it's like totally just chill, whatever, stoner, hot. <laughs> and at the test screenings, they had sound gardens outshined. A little, got that little grunge uh, note in there. Uh, playing in the background and it tested so well that people love that song so they kept it in the film and they spent so much money just securing the rights of it so that they could have it in the film oh cool because Soundgarden was like a massive band at that time in 93 uh tarantino's uh sicilian speech which is like the one with christopher walken and dennis hopper and like everyone in that trailer Mm. he considers it one of his proudest feats as a writer inspired by a conversation he overheard in his house by a roommate who was black so like um so that's what that is another thing coming from and then also it's connect the story is was originally connected to be uh like okay so christian slater was not going to survive in the original story and alabama would be a widow and then she would go to mr white who's harvey Keitel in reservoir dogs and like they would like kind of begin a life of crime together that's how it originally was scripted but then it was changed oh interesting yeah so um so that's cool so that's why i was like oh we should watch reservoir dogs next because there's apparently a scene in it i don't remember this scene where mr white's talking like about alabama so i'm assuming that he's talking about her so it's kind of like in the same world like you were saying too okay that some of his things are like connected so yeah it's super cool which is, I, I thought it's pretty neat. There are a lot of things behind the scenes on this, and there are a few videos on YouTube of just them filming it, which is pretty cool. Oh. Like, just, like, the cameras and everything like that, which is really neat. Um, I, okay, so what I have fashion. Uh, Susan Becker is the costume designer. So incredible. What fashion notes do you have? Um, so I love, um, I love, um, like, just about all of Patricia Arquette's outfits. <laughs> everything. Um, like, so great. Um, like I in in the scene when her and Clarence meet in in, in the movie theater, I love her dress and I, I know. love her earrings and um, the leopard jacket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so cool. Um, and then I also really love Clarence's like clothes too. Like, um, because I think that night he's like wearing kind of like a blazer, like over a sweatshirt, like over a t-shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then um. 
speaking of like horrible scenes, the the her outfit when she's getting attacked by James <gasps> Gandolfini is like spectacular. I know <laughs> it like really is. Like, um, because it's 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 it, it, it's like that seafoam green top, right? It's a bra. Yeah, okay. It's okay. like the sky blue kind of bra. Okay. And does she have those? She has those leopard pants on, those like yeah. pink cheetah pants, like cheetah print, but they're pink. Yes. Oh, so cool. Um, I know. And then, um, and then I also love Clarence's kind of like California outfit when he's wearing that red, like Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, and the um, Elvis glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> I know. I love it too. I also, um, I also love uh, Alabama's outfit when they've left town and they like uh, bang in that phone booth and she has like a cow print skirt on yeah, with yeah. like blue cowboy <laughs> boots and like that, that seafoam top that's like puffy, mm-hmm. almost like a peasant top, but it's like short. It's so cool. Like yeah. I love that outfit. And I also love his army jacket. Clarence oh, yeah. Is. yeah. And then I think he wears it like in the very beginning when they're like on the street. And then I love he has that bowling shirt, that like 50 style like Elvis bowling shirt. Yeah. That's like black and white. And then I love their wedding outfit. Oh my god. The red jacket. Yeah. It's so cool. And then she has like what is she has those like red um she has like a red dress on. Yeah, I think. I, and then she has like a yeah, I it's super think cool. It's the same dress that they met in, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And she has a leopard bra mm-hmm. too that you can see like in behind the dress, which is so super cool. And then I love how she has a lot of like blues and pinks. Yeah. Like it's like sky blue and pink and red. Like I love that that's like the same, those are the same colors she always wears. And then I obviously love the car. Yeah. Like I love the cars like this purple that just goes so cool when they're like by it. And that outfit that he has with the red hoodie and the jacket like over it, mm-hmm. like the blazer over it, which is really cool. And then fucking Gary Oldman. I do love Gary Oldman's leopard robe and leather hat as Drexel, who is a character I seriously doubt could be made today if it wasn't Tarantino. Yeah. Like I feel like Tarantino for some reason has like been grandfathered into like uh just being able to do whatever the fuck he wants i mean he's probably going to do it anyway so you might yeah let him (laughs) yeah and like there are a lot of people who are gonna watch it you know like he's he's one of those like cult film directors that has like a really diehard fans you know who who are gonna watch his films regardless just like Wes anderson but um it's just like you know i guess he just somehow got away with this fucking crazy character that he did right coming out of Dracula. Oh. And apparently a lot of things are from Dracula that he had. Like the wig person is the same person who did his Dracula for her Dracula wigs. The eye that he has on in there is the same eye from Dracula. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. So he did like, and his, apparently his mom was on set every day. And, like, helped him develop this character. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Like, that's really crazy. But, okay. But I have his. His was a fashion note that I liked. I also like Michael Rappaport's very, like, white men can't jump era of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, very much like Woody Harrelson and white men can't jump. That's another weird movie. Like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen it once, like, a long... I mean, it's from, like, 92. I saw it, like, a long time ago. But I definitely would watch it again, because it seems very topical. Like, it's super 90s. I um I was listening to your... to the episode you did with Mike recently on 
Demolition Man, and I just oh real- my god, and I just I, I just realized the way you're talking, you both are talking about him. I love Wesley Snipes more than I realized. Right, and I need to start being a lot more vocal about my love for Wesley Snipes because he's kind of badass. He's, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he literally made that entire movie. Oh, like so in good. Demolition Man, yeah, like the script and like it would have not been as good as I. I mean, I don't think a lot of people really like it, but as good as I think it is if it wasn't for his like one-liners and oh, his very much like sarcastic nature and like I don't know I, I he's so great in it and I thank god it wasn't made with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal like oh, that sounds horrible yeah I was like oh I think they made a film together anyway like I, okay. I think they've done something else but like no I don't like them enough I think they worked so well together I'm glad they convinced Snipes to do it they had to convince him to do it yeah because he was like no no so that's cool that, that he was like all right I'll do it um, so my favorite Wesley Snipes movie is probably Passenger 57. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that, but I've heard of it. It's, it's good. It's, um, it has like Halle Berry and, um, I think, um, I, I think I haven't seen it for a while, but I think the plot is he like plays a police officer. He's on like a transcontinental flight that's taken over by terrorists. Oh. And, you know, he, he's able to kind of slip away and kind of gets enlist Halle Berry's help. And they basically like pick off terrorists one by one. Oh, no so, way. Yeah. Did you know what my favorite Wesley Snipes movie is? Yeah. What? Aside from demolition, man, I bet it's going to be such a surprise. Uh, murder at 1600. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh dude. It's like one of my favorite films that my mom was really into when I was like really young. And I'm just like, Every time I like watch it, if it's on TV, I need to buy it on DVD. It's Wesley Snipes as a DC cop and someone's murdered at the White House. Oh, cool. Like in the film. And Diane Lane is this like secret service agent that like he has to work with, but he's trying to figure out what happened. And there's like this, it's like a political like corruption murder drama. It's oh, cool. like, and it's a thriller. It's really good. And some other people are in it too. I'm trying to think like, like, uh, who else is in it? Like Dennis Miller's in it, like Alan Arkin's in it um like yeah it's really good it's like a oh, political drama yeah great yeah it's cool and like tate donovan remember oh, him? Yeah, him yeah he's in it it's from like 96 yeah but okay. he's really good in it <laughs> wesley snipes is really good in it <laughs> uh, and i love him in blade like, okay i love him in blade that movie's so good um but yeah so i and i gary oldman i'm trying to think like aside from dracula which we should i should put on the list too because keanu reeves went on a writer love mm. um i'm trying to think uh what else oh sid nancy sid nancy he was also yeah. in, he was also in leon the professional oh that's right that's on the list too um <coughs> um i'm trying to think G- G- gary oldman is like one of these people who has like been around forever and like i don't you don't really realize how much he's been in until you actually like look at all, all like a like his filmography. Yeah, it's, it's like really like, crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, he was in that, and I um oh, and I think he played Lee Harvey Oswald in the movie. Yeah, I've never seen that. I, Apparently, yeah, I, this role and that role that you just mentioned in JFK are his two favorites that he's ever done. Oh, okay. And he's in like fucking all those Batman movies with Christopher Nolan. Oh, right. He plays Alfred, right? No, he plays the Commissioner Gordon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, with uh, the one with Heath Ledger. And then he, he's in Fifth Element. He just won uh, for, uh, what is it, uh, Winston Churchill. Yes. Yeah, he just won the Oscar, right? Was it the Oscar? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's like, I mean, yeah, he's been in like a fuck ton of stuff. It's really crazy. He has 106 credits. Oh, wow. Yeah, so 
yeah, I, I want to do Sid and Nancy. That's that's one I want to do too. That's a really good one. But yeah, those are the ones I had for fashion. And everyone, everyone else, I don't think I had. I mean, Brad Pitt just looks hot in a dirty t-shirt. He could be naked on that sofa for all we know. Yeah, or all we care. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I think it was like a really old, dirty, worn T-shirt. About oh, um, this is like, um, he's not exactly fashion, like considered a fashion icon, but the outfit that Christopher Walken is. Well, wearing, I was gonna say that suit was kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That suit was pretty hot. I, um, I agree. Like, I, I mean, granted, like, he, um, he that his character like scares scares me like a, like so much. He always um, scares me. Like, <laughs> but I oddly find him attractive as well. Same I mean, with Steve Buscemi. I feel the same yeah. way about both of them. <laughs> um, I find them oddly attractive, but they're scary. Apparently, he's a very talented uh, ballet dancer. So wait, because when he danced in that Fatboy Slim video, wasn't that real? I mean, except yeah. for like some of the aerials, but yeah, like he he actually is dancing. Yeah, yeah. I just love him in Annie Hall, where he plays Annie Hall's brother. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> where he's like driving towards the in the car and he's like don't you ever just want to like drive really fast into like headlights Woody Allen's just like staring all scared like in the car they're driving to the airport it's so funny oh my god yeah he's oh god he's such a weirdo but he's really cool but yeah his suit was awesome yeah his suit was definitely super awesome I think those are the only people I can think of that had like really cool outfits yeah um, in the whole film but it was great susan becker awesome awesome yeah. costume job um so do you have any music standouts mm. um so pretty dope I, soundtrack so i love all the elvis um yeah and are you an elvis fan i like elvis but um i'm not like a super fan like um like i, I, I don't, don't know much about him yeah same like um i haven't really read a like biography of, of him or anything yeah i just know like bits and pieces yeah i kind of um, want to see graceland though yeah yeah no like, I'd, I'd be too. curious in seeing it um I, I think that my sister and her husband went to graceland at some oh, point they did yeah and cool um like um i i am kind of fascinated by like his marriage to priscilla because i think she was like Dude, really she, young she was like 15 or something yeah like, yeah 14 when they met i think he was in the service Oh, okay. Wasn't he in the service, I think, when he met her? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So. And they just had Lisa Marie, right? That's the only so, child yeah. they had? Yeah. yeah. That's so um, crazy. Oh, um, I did get kind of excited when there were, um, when, um, like, um, it's like when uh, Alabama and Clarence are first driving into Los Angeles, and there's like, Oh, yeah. And there's, like, that Aerosmith song. Yeah, and, they wrote that um, one. <laughs> And um, I just got excited because I had kind of an embarrassing m- moment the other day when I was. Why? Well, I was at work, which means I was working at my dining room table, and I had my headphones on, and th- there's like a specific Aerosmith song that that's c- kind of my jam. And Ooh, I, which one? Um, it's the the song "Falling in Love" is so hard on on the. Oh beat. yeah. That's a great one. That's an older one. And so I like put it on, and I um was lip syncing for my life, and like, and like someone like walked in, and like, <laughs> it was, it um I'm sure it wasn't as bad as I as I, as I thought it was in my mind, but I was I was just so mortified. I was like, oh god. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. 
Um, um, I have that one too. Um, Aerosmith when they first arrive in LA. Yeah, I find that really funny. Also, um, the Billy Idol white wedding when they're in the tattoo shop. Oh yeah, like yeah, after but... they get married, thought that was pretty cool. Um, uh, you know, I I, I I have to say, um, I feel like. I felt like the soundtrack was good, but I felt like if Tarantino had directed himself, the soundtrack would have been like incredible. Like, do you think you think he would have had a better soundtrack? I don't know. If, I don't know if it w- would have been been better, but he's like so good at like you know finding like certain pieces to match like certain moods. And yeah, it's that's true. Like, um, he uses music a lot more. Yeah, than this, than this guy does. Um, this guy uses a lot of score. He used that uh, Hans Zimmer did the score. He used a lot of that score, which. I like the score as music. It sounds very much like the score from Rain Man. Oh yeah, you're right. Like it didn't, I don't think it fit the story. Like yeah. I feel like it was a little too like romantic-y, like a little too like schmaltzy. And I feel like this is not that, I mean, it like ha- kind of has its moments where it's a little schmaltzy, but I feel like that was a little too Rain Man. It was a little too like cross country road trip, eighties, Tom Cruise, Dustin Hoffman, like I, mm-hmm. which is a great film. Uh, but I, but I was just like, eh, I don't know about well, the score. It's just, it's just strange. Cause like, cause like the score itself is like very upbeat and like, and like bubbly and light and the, and the story is just so dark and yeah so that's light. what i was like yeah it's very yeah it had a weird vibe yeah um sound garden outshined and brad pitt smoking weed like <laughs> a spank bank material people that's exactly <laughs> what it fucking is and then i have chris isaac at the end credits with that song two hearts which i thought was a really good like end credit song oh okay yeah yeah i love chris isaac though he's he's definitely a vibe um, I, um, I, I do enjoy that he's, like, um, like, kind of an accomplished actor, too. Like... Yeah, yeah, he is. Because, like, he was in Science of, of Lambs, right? Yeah, wasn't he one of the people in the... I th- think he was one of the, pe- like, the guys at the Smithsonian when, like, she brings the moth pupa. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was like, I was he a guard? Is that what he was? No, I think he plays one of the scientists. Does he? Yeah, I think so. Oh shit! So, okay, I don't know. There's, there's like two of them, right? And there's like one guy who's like kind of nerdy and like has like a l- lazy eye, and then I think he plays the 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 other one. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. remember that. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I have no idea. I don't remember that, but I'm totally sure because he's in. Isn't he in like Twin Peaks too? Oh yeah, he yeah. is in Sounds of the Lambs. I'm looking at his discography. I just it says SWAT Commander. Oh, okay. Oh shit! We should do Wild at Heart. Isn't that one David Lynch? Oh, is it? I think so. I've actually never really seen it. I've seen like bits of it. Yeah, it is David Lynch. Oh fucking hell! I'm also. I don't want to say I'm a David Lynch hater, but sorry out there. I don't get it. I haven't gotten it yet. Um, I still have never watched Twin Peaks. I think I've started that first episode like five times, and I just yeah, yeah. I um I I. I don't, I don't really go out of my way to watch David Lynch, but I don't like hate him the way I, that I hate Wes Wes Anderson. Yes, so, I feel the same like, way. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I will actively avoid a Wes Anderson film because I know it's just not my bag. Like I yeah. just don't think I'm gonna like it. But I want to like a David Lynch. Like I've yeah. seen like in I was at Inland Empire. I think it was like Blue and, Velvet. They're and, just all very weird. I just maybe need to be stoned or trip or something. Yeah, and like everyone keeps saying that like um. Mulholland Drive is supposed to be a really good movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't either, and I've heard it's like very cerebral and doesn't really make a lot of sense. Did so, he do that? I think I think he did. I know he did Lost Highway. Didn't he do Lost Highway? 
Um, Let's see. Did he do? Is Mulholland Drive the one that has? Um, I think it's uh, Naomi Watts and Kevin Spacey and, and like Guy Pierce. Yeah, it is David Lynch. It is okay. Yeah, and like Guy Pierce, I think. Right. Oh, Justin Theroux. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Laura Herring. I thought Guy Pierce was in this. Oh no, maybe Kevin Spacey's not in it. Kevin Spacey's in. What's the oh LA Confidential? That's oh, okay. what I'm okay. that's what I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, no, that's what I thought Mulholland Drive was. Oh I haven't seen either one of those. LA Confidential or Mulholland Drive. Well, I think they both kind of came out around the same time and kind of took place in like the same same era, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Hollywood, like fifties or something. Yeah. Is it Black Dahlia? Is one of them Black Dahlia or no? Like around the is it about the Black Dahlia case or is that just not not it? Um I'm trying to think. According to IMDB. After a car wreck on a winding Mulholland Drive renders a woman a um, with amnesia, she and a perky Hollywood hopeful search for clues and answers across the Los the, across Los Angeles in a twisting venture beyond dreams and reality. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's lunch for sure. So that means it's possibly unwashable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, it just you have to be in that mood. Yeah, know? yeah, that's totally what it is. Oh, um, I don't have to watch a film with a plot. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think it's gonna have a plot. I think it's gonna be very much like, yeah, man, cruising. Oh, I also have this note that I I wrote down over here, but I had no idea where to say it. That Clarence's obsession with Elvis in this film, because in this film is ninety three. Elvis died about what, like twenty years before that okay. in the seventies. Sometime I wrote. Um, now I feel like it would be like a Kurt Cobain obsession. If we had to like yeah. bring it into reality or like into our times, it'd be like someone who died 20 years ago would probably would be like Kurt Cobain. Like someone yeah. would probably be obsessed with him. Like the way he talks about him. Yeah. Like he's like very into him. I love how he's like, I'm not like a fanatic though. Like not those fanatics though. <laughs> and then when that guy was like reading the magazine, he like grabbed it. Um, do you have any favorite scenes and like standouts? Oh yes. Um, so I love Dick Ritchie's aud- aud- audition scene for TJ Hooker. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I'm trying to think. Um, and then I love the roller coaster drug deal scene with um, all of them and Bronson Pink. Belky oh. from Perfect Strangers. Um, yeah, I always think of him as Duardo from the first Wise Club. Oh my god, oh. for the first Wise Club, Eduardo <laughs> Felice. <laughs> yes, the interior designer. A decorator of death. <laughs> oh, I was just talking about that the other day. That scene is really um, funny. I actually just reread the novel, The First Wives Club, and you actually find out a lot more about his backstory. Oh, no way. Yeah, like, I, I think that, like, um, I think that he's, like, from Cuba, but he tells people he's from Spain, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> And um, he, um, I don't know, he ends up getting into a romance with, like, a reporter for, like, the financial section of, like, New York Times. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, sounds like a Sex in the City episode. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it's, and, they're, and it's all kind of, kind of connected because while that's going on, Annie and Elise and Brenda are trying to, like, destroy their husbands so oh my like, god that's so like, funny but yeah <laughs> i kind of want to read that book mm. that's so it, funny yeah it's good it's really good 
I have, um, I love that. I was like, I love that. I, one of my first, my first note was like, okay, when you watch the credits, you're like, God damn, everyone's in this film. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a non nonstop list of like Tom Sizemore, Chris Penn, fucking like, uh, Christopher Walken, like oh, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> yeah, I, tol- I totally forgot about Tom Sizemore too. Like, <laughs> yeah, Tom Sizemore always plays like the same dude. Didn't yeah. he play the same dude in Natural Born Killers? I think so. Yeah, um, kind of, sort of. Like um, he was that skeezy, uh, he um, that skeezy cop. And like, I think he's also in like Saving Private Ryan, where he plays like a lieutenant in the the army. Oh yeah, he did um, Heidi Fleiss. That's always what I see. that's always what i see is that i was dating heidi flies for like a really long time i watched the heidi flies documentaries there was a point in time where i was like really into like finding out a lot about her and i i just think that it's so admirable that she's like never releasing her black book yeah like ever so like she like lives in the desert and she had all these birds and stuff and i was like watching this documentary and like she was dating top sizemore for a really long time i always get tom sizemore and like tom arnold mixed up Oh yeah, they have the same kind of vibe, you know. Yeah, uh, well, they're yeah, yeah. They're both just kind of like, you know, s- you know, white man slobs, you know. Kind of, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I wrote also there are two people from the Crow in this film. In the very beginning, the woman that Christian Slater's talking to at the bar—that's Sarah's mom in the Crow. Oh yeah, you're right. You're um, right. and also uh, the guy, one of the guys who's at Drexel's place, who Drexel shoots. Mm-hmm. That's T. That not T. That's uh, the guy who has all a Tintin. I think he but, has the long leather jacket on, and Eric Draven kills him. Like he sticks all those knives in him. He takes his leather coat. So he's the guy who's not Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, he's the okay. guy who's not Samuel L. Jackson. No, okay. he's the first one that Drexel kills. Okay, like Drexel like takes out that shotgun. Mm-hmm. I think and just kills him because they were talking about like I don't know eating pussy or some shit. Yeah, that was some fucking weird Trenton Tarantino conversation. <laughs> um, but it was like that, and that's why he killed him. <laughs> so it was like yeah. you're fucking lying, man. I was like, all right, all right, all right, like, calm down, calm down, calm people. It's- um, I all I wrote was after that note about people being in the crow. I wrote, oh shootout, oh hi Tarantino. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first bit of spot of violence that we got, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, here we go. And then I wrote problematic question mark question mark. <laughs> um my first favorite scene is clarence in the drexel fight yeah um how he gets shot in the dick i thought was pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh and then i wrote my dream of going moving to la when i was 15 was definitely that i'd be living in a place like with michael rapaport and brad pitt yeah i wanted to like live in with an actor <laughs> like a fledgling actor i thought that would have been really cool uh, i didn't when i lived there uh, I, mean, I didn't live with a fledgling I mean- actor I mean, like, Dick Ritchie kind of complains about how horrible his life is, but I mean, that's not, like, a bad apartment. No, so, I, mean, I mean, it definitely could be worse, and, like, yeah. Brad Pitt's chilling. Is he paying his rent? Who cares? He's watching TV all day. <laughs> He's, it's. It, I'm sure it just feels nice to have someone else around. You know? Yeah! So. You've got your Scarface wallpaper, or whatever the fuck you have back there. Is it that, or is that the hotel that has the Scar- Scarface wallpaper? It's, like, Miami, like, palm trees, but that's what I, all I think of as Scarface, because there's, oh. like, some shootout in, like, Scarface, and it's in a room like that. With that yeah. wallpaper, which I'm pro that's gotta not be a coincidence, right? I'm, they I'm, would they would have a Scarface reference. I'm sure it's not. Yeah, so. right. I was like, I think that that's a Scarface reference for sure. Um, and then oh, I have a question for you. What would you do if you found that much coke like by accident? Um well I'd um I'd I don't think I'd really know what to do with it. So um 
so I guess I probably leave it. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> um, or, 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 or I mean, I guess I could always take take the other route and just you know, like, um, you know, just go like complete cokehead. And just be like, well, I've always wanted to lose some weight, so. <laughs> oh no! I mean, you probably, you most likely would die before that would happen. Yes, I, I would, I would probably die. <laughs> You'd be a Tony Montana, that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I mean, I mean, um. I mean, honestly, I think that like Clarence and like Alabama do the right thing because even if you leave it, there's a chance these gangsters are still going to come around looking for it. Yeah, totally. But, and they're so, not going to believe that you don't have it. And you know, and you know, if they catch you. You know, and if they catch you with it, it's bad. But if they catch you without it, that might be worse. Yeah, because so, they might just kill you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, other favorite scene is, I'm just going to call him Tony Soprano. I think his name is Virgil in the film, but I just call him Tony Soprano. I wrote Tony Soprano and Stone or Brad Pitt at the apartment when he shows up. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, where are they? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, you want a bowl or something? Like, you're just sitting around. That's like one of my favorite scenes because it's just so weird. And then uh, the nonchalant violence I'm not cool with. It was just a bit much. Um, I do love that even though she's like beat up and he's like, come on, tell me where he is. Where is he? And she like puts the finger up and she starts laughing. Yeah. Like she's just never like rats out. And then well, when he comes in. Well, that scene is like so horrible because of what, what he does, does to her. But it, it it is. I do love how she's able to like finally beat him. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. And she fucking kills the fuck out of him. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what that's like the one thing about Tarantino that like there's always this crazy redemption, like just like in Death Proof that we were talking oh, about. Yeah. Like it's fucking crazy what he does to like Rose McGowan in that fucking car, and it's like holy shit, he's doing this fucking like fuck shit. But then there's always this like total turn, and the guys just get fucking eviscerated. Yeah, like, and then you know you have like you have like a twelve minute car chase, and like you know came behind the wheel going. Move, motherfucker, move! <laughs> oh god, that movie's so. That's like movie's so fucking awesome. Like that movie's so G. I love it. I love at the end is just a circle of him getting his ass <laughs> by, by all these women. They're just like just roundhouse. Like Kurt Russell's just like beaten. Like it's just so crazy. Um, oh my god, that like that um, I found really nuts. No, it's it's just um I, I find out like most of his movies to be just incredibly like satisfying to watch. Yeah, like, you're, like when 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 it's over, you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like fuck, man. And then I also the coke on the guy's face, I thought was great <laughs> <laughs> on on Elliot's face and how the girl starts laughing because he's oh, like, yeah. hold this, hold this. And she's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I I, I actually I actually thought she I actually thought she was hilarious. Nick. Yeah, she was really <laughs> funny. I was like, oh my god, so funny. Um, and I love that elevator scene with all the gang in the elevator. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I love how the cops are like in the wire and they're like come on you pussy it's already he's not gonna shoot you <laughs> and he's like he's gonna kill me oh my god come in and rescue me and they just like come on man hold out hold out like it's just so funny <laughs> they're like yelling at him <laughs> that was really funny and then the last scene when those mob guys burst in and everyone's got their guns out and, and then the guys are like trying to hold up the cops like telling them to put their guns down it's it's literally just so funny like i love that whole bit it's just yeah. so funny and then of course like he does he doesn't die at the end but i was like how does he not die from that oh, no. um injury i have no idea but it's super funny um. <laughs> Oh, I do have one more scene that, that oh, yeah. I love. And it's like towards the beginning and it's like after they've had sex and like um and like she tells him for the first time that she's kind of a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And um 
then he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then she gets mad at him for not getting like more mad at her and yeah <laughs> um and um you know and and um you know and and you know he she's like stop being so calm about this and he's like what it's fine <laughs> yeah i know um, he's like what it's okay like i was like damn i can't believe they're in love after one bang i was like christian slater's so hot <laughs> that's what yeah. I wrote um, at the end of my thing yeah and then i love the line when sh- sh- she's like I'm not what they call are are um like um I'm, you know or like um I'm 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 what they call for a white trash but I'm a really good person. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. I'm trying to think of a good line to use. I really want to use uh I but I can't use it. But I I just think it's funny when Christian Slater like repeats like Do I look like a blonde with big tits and an ass that tastes like French vanilla ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't use that. But I just like I, I kind of want to use that in the notes. Like, this like the secondary quote because i don't know what i'm gonna name this because i couldn't think of any lines like throughout it but i guess i'll find something but yeah it's super funny i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad glad to watch this again i hadn't seen it in so long like what are your final thoughts about it um i mean i think this this movie is just delightful um (laughs) i liked it yeah yeah good um i have to say one of the things that shocked me the most is that Dennis Hopper is in this movie and his character is not like an evil person. Yeah. I was going to say, he's always bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, right? like, I mean, I, um, I mean, the first movie that I could think of him is, is, uh, Speed. Speed, yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I want to see easy rider. That's on my list to see. Oh, I think he, I think he co-wrote that. Yeah, he did. And directed it too. If I'm oh, okay. Yeah. I really want to see that. Have oh. you seen it? I, have a, it, I think I watched it once. And, is uh, it Peter Fonda? Is that who's in there with him? Are they yes. both bikers? Yeah, yes, I think so. And I think that's, I think it was one of Jack Nicholson's first movies too. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it's like '69. It like came out like late '60s when like you know Summer of Love, like Tide was changing. Yeah, you know, into the '70s. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, yay. This has been so fun. Yeah. I'm, we did a little shorter. I was going to say my final thoughts are like, I really love this movie and I didn't realize how much I actually liked it. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen it in a long time. So yeah, I found another one to like add to my list of things to like watch again. Yeah. Cause I really like it. And I just love the fashion. It's so cool. Yeah. And like, it's um, just so dope. Yeah. And, and it's, it's sort of weird. Cause, just cause like it, it, it's sort of, it's just weird. Cause a lot of the scenes feel like a Tarantino movie, but it's not directed by him yeah i know like it's not as outlandish yeah like it feels like a very like kind of toned down kind of Mm -hmm. like you know like um you know like kind of normal tarantino movie i guess yeah it's Um, it's a it's another eye for sure mm -hmm. you can tell it's another eye like and i think and same with it's a little bit different because this one is not uh, done by like an outlandish director like like natural born killers with Ter- with us uh, uh, Oliver Stone yeah like I think if Oliver Stone had done true romance it might have been crazy too would have been interesting yeah right? that would have been crazy too and also if Tarantino I think we talked about it on the uh, the episode that like on the natural born killers episode that like it'd be so cool if like Tarantino directed natural born killers it'd be cool if like Oliver Stone did like Pulp Fiction, like, you know, like just like these different views on it. But I love, I mean, and I was just texting you, like, I think it's so fucked up that I find like this movie and like natural born killers, like ridiculously romantic. (laughs) 
I mean, you know, they're but like it, not romantic in the sense of like, I want to live this life, but like, you know, like the way that their characters together, you know, like the relationship between Alabama and Claire and Clarence is like, you know, they're like ride or die. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they, and they stay, she stays with him. Like they go to Mexico in the end. They're like chill, you know, like they're fine. Same with uh, Mickey and Mallory. Yeah. They're like ride or die. Well, <laughs> like, I, literally. Well, I believe he was kind of working on this in Natural Born Killers at around the same time. Yeah. And I, I think that like a lot of scenes and like this movie ended up or were originally written for this movie, but ended up in Natural Born Killers and vice versa. So yeah. like, um, yeah. Cause the only thing that they didn't do in this film is they didn't or like in true romance, they didn't rob anybody. Like they didn't yeah. hold up anything. Yeah. And, but they did that in like natural born killers. They like held up the diner and they didn't really hold them up, but they like shot people like in public. You know what I mean? Like they were just on a spree. Yeah. But this was like an actual plot. Like it was like, they were trying to do like, you know, sell this coat, get out of town. Cause they'd killed this pimp. Like, you know, it was like a whole like chain of events yeah. that happened. I also like too, that the story was chronological and not like some Tarantino's yeah. where the story's like all over the place or, and we're like watching parallel things happen. Yeah. I mean, so. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, like, all Tarantino movies, but... Yeah, right? Like, but and yeah. it wasn't like that in... Well, no, because Natural Born Killers, like, flip back and forth. Oh, okay, okay. I think, yeah, because there were some... I think there were some bits where it, like, flipped back and forth. But, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, because they showed, like, that flashback of her as a child with, like, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. As, like, the dad and stuff. So that was, like, bat, like flashback. And then it would, like, go forward and stuff, yeah. That movie was just crazy. I love Natural Born Killers. And also made me realize how much I love Woody Harrelson, too. Yeah. I, like, love Woody Harrelson. But yeah, man, this has been so fun. Um, like and subscribe. Like, we're shortening the episode here, so I hope you enjoy it. And we got to, like, all the details we wanted to get to. Yeah. That was cool. We didn't, like, run on. Follow um, the Instagram at Fashion Grunge Pod and at Fashion Grunge. Uh, yeah, we got... We're, we're probably going to do Reservoir Dogs next, so cool. you'll know that, which will be really cool. And yeah. Anything else to add, Charles? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, nice. I'm I, putting this up tonight because I was supposed to put it up this morning. <laughs> I didn't have anyone, so this is awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I um, I I thought this movie was just delightful. So. It was. Thank yeah. you for suggesting it last week. Yeah, yeah. You suggested it last week. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank you for that. I hope everyone enjoys it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.